I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm excited to be joined by the three-time ICC One Day International World Cup winner and the IPL champion in 2009. We can't forget that for the Dick and Chargers. <laughs> Adam Gilchrist, thanks to you for your time. Hello, mate. Nice <laughs> to see you, and um, thanks for the intro. Yeah, and the deck and charges one. That was <laughs> it. Often gets forgotten about in a lot of the intros, but that was uh, so special. And as greater achievement that I reckon I had in my cricketing career because it's such a diverse competition, and it was was wonderful to be a part of. What happened? Because two thousand and eight, you guys were Dead last. the pick. You were like going to be the champions, mm. dead last, and then you turn it around within one year to be champions. Yeah, um, what, what did happen? Uh, well, we, uh, look, to, just to be serious about it for a minute, we just didn't bind together well enough. We didn't pay enough attention to getting to know each other, other cultures, um, learn a bit about each other before we can really forge a strong bond as a teammate and a, a collective unit, and we addressed that before the next season and you know without a huge change in personnel um we're able to really bind together nicely and yeah it's a great great journey and and you were there at the, the start of the t20 career we're excited here in dubai because it's the second season of the, of the il t20 yep um how how hard is it now to try and schedule t20 games and this this franchise tournament in and around trying to protect test cricket yeah, very challenging for the administrators. Uh, I mean, it's just not enough days or weeks or months anymore uh, for the cricket schedule without something being compromised. And uh, unfortunately, it seems like test cricket at the moment is is the one that's a little bit in danger. But look, I'm, I've got a bit of faith that test cricket withstood the, the revolution of one-day cricket Back in the 70s, everyone thought that is the end of Test cricket. It's going to struggle. But it survived. It found a way. And I, and I think there is, there is space by way of consumption of what the cricket community like. I think there's enough people that still love Test cricket and want it to survive. And, and then the two white ball v- formats. Um, but it just don't have too much of any of it. 
try to try to pull back a bit on on most of it. Uh, well, there's there's not there isn't um, a surplus of, of test cricket around at the moment. There's probably need to try and find space for for more. But uh, we'll we'll see. Look, commercial factors at play clearly. Um, but we'll we'll just T Twenty cricket. The way I'm looking at it is still reasonably in its infancy compared to test cricket and the history of that. So it might take another 10 years before it really beds down and settle, and, and the landscape gets a bit more uh, of a regular routine about it. A uh, couple of weeks away uh, from the men's ICC One Day International World Cup being played in India, yeah. um, we were on commentary on Talk 100.3 with the Asia Cup mm. and we saw some amazing performances from Sri Lanka. Willa Lage was a, he was a great spin bowler, but, you know, the, the final wasn't, you know, it was a bit underwhelming yeah. to see uh, Sri Lanka bowled out for 50. Um, leading into the one-day World Cup, who, who do you see as maybe being your final four to reach the semis? Yeah, I like that. I've been asked too often who's going to win it, and I've got <laughs> no idea. And, and that's the beauty of this tournament. How exciting. We, we yeah. all go into it genuinely not knowing who's going to win. And that makes any any time you go to any sporting contest, if you don't know the outcome, it makes it all the more um, exciting and, and a better journey to be on. Uh, so I, I, pretty obvious ones, I suppose, when you think about the, the strengths, uh, stronger teams around. But I think England, their white ball dominance for a few years now has been exceptional. Uh, so I, th- I expect them to be there. Um, Australia... Uh, India and Pakistan, that's what I see. Uh, South Africa, I think, could possibly upset a few and maybe find a way to get into a fourth position. But a lot, we'll have to wait and see what the conditions are like, what each, you know, so many games across such a vast country, you know, some some wickets will spin more than others and some may not be. Some might just have a little bit of um, uh, offering there for the seam seam bowlers. But, uh, yeah. No, with no certainty do I say that that top four will be there and, and with less certainty do I know who's going to win it. Yeah, you, you spent a lot of time uh, playing in India. Obviously, yeah. uh, you, with Ricky Ponty being injured, you captained Australia to the first Test Series win in, in, in quite a few years. Uh, to players that aren't used to the, the Indian conditions, what advice do you have for them in terms of not just the pitch but handling the crowd and the atmosphere and the environment that's going to come along with playing a World Cup in India? Yeah, I don't think there's too many players that will be attending this World Cup. Certainly across the, say, the top six nations, uh, yeah. the contenders that haven't spent a bit of time in India. And, yeah. and so I don't think anyone's coming in completely blind and um, into uncharted waters. There might be a, a couple of players here or there, but uh, look, if, embrace it. It's probably the best bit of advice I could say is get out there and uh, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the... Enjoy the intensity, enjoy the the, uh, the you know the celebration of cricket that is on and off the field, uh, because if you try to fight it or resist it, um, you, you use up a lot of energy in doing that. So you got to go with the flow. Um, don't be, don't feel like it's um, try try to maintain a, a, a middle middle range. Don't get too low when it's not so good for you when your results are going you know, below where they wanted them and don't get carried away when it's going well because there's a reality somewhere in the middle there and as long as you can, as long as you can you know, swim on that plane, uh, the better chance you are. Yeah, you're here in Dubai. We're here we are with the University of Wollongong and the 30th anniversary. Um, what are your memories of playing cricket? Do you play much cricket in Dubai? Did you ever have an opportunity to play here against Pakistan? Uh, played Pakistan but not in Dubai but in the UAE, in, in Sharjah. Okay. Uh, and the... 
the stadium here wasn't sort of up and running internationally by the time I finished playing, but then I, I did play some Masters cricket out at the, the stadium here in Dubai and loved it. I mean, the facilities out here are on par with anywhere around the world now. The, the investment that's been made, um, the conditions, the, the, the quality of pitches and outfields and training facilities are, are all there. So, um, yeah, it, it's really exciting to see it continue to, to de- develop and, you know, to see the UAE team have various um, strides forward and, and pick up, um, you know, success along the way. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a part of the landscape of cricket that, that we need to keep. We need to keep encouraging all the sort of uh, lesser-known cricketing nations to try and hang in there with it, and hopefully it does prosper. Yeah, um, Tom Moody's been a friend of our show. He's yeah. out here working with the Desert Vipers yeah. as uh, one of their coaches. They got Hasaranga, they got a lot of great players. And, uh, you know, we're really looking forward to seeing you know, top class cricketers mm. here in Dubai in January. University of Wollongong is, is the reason you're here. Um, talk us through about your relationship with the University of Wollongong because I know you've done the bike ride between Sydney and Wollongong yes. once. Yeah. And uh, I have to admit, I, I was a student in Wollongong and here in Dubai. Mm. And um, I think I spoke to you about 10 years ago on campus back then as an up-and-coming journo. Yeah. Um, what do you like about it? What is it about Wollongong and the opportunity that, that it brings many students, given that you're here in Dubai, but you've also just come, come from India? Yeah, I've uh, been uh, brand ambassador for 15 years. Uh, so I grew up in a family of teachers, parents, siblings, all teachers. Um, so I've been in and around the university sector or, or certainly understanding the importance of education for a long time and uh, was enrolled at the uni but deferred to go and try cricket and you know that went better than I could ever have hoped uh, but I was asked to come back to the uni in this ambassadorial role and I've loved it um, particularly the opportunity given the university's international focus I mean very much never losing sight of its foundations in Wollongong and the Illawarra region. But, um, you know, we have this campus here. We were the first to set up here in in Dubai, first foreign operator uh, in the educational space. So to be here celebrating 30 years, that's something that everyone's really proud of. Uh, And then, you know, we're just launched in India to have a campus there. We have uh, just opened a new campus in Hong Kong. We're through the Asia there with Malaysia and Singapore. Uh, So... Uh, I mean, you tell me, mate. You, you've studied at both Australia's <laughs> yeah. and the Dubai yeah. campus. And, and Hong Kong as well, so I've yeah, touched well, on everything. You <laughs> that, well, that, you are the perfect yeah. role model student that we are hoping to create in that yeah. you're getting your education, but you're also getting amazing cultural life experiences, uh, which makes for a, a better global community. So, yeah, love it. Love being around people who are... Uh, often far more intelligent than me. Yeah. I travel with vice chancellors and and professors, and the best thing I can do is sit back and just listen, and I'll learn a lot. But it's um, it's a wonderful um, university, and as I say, our our footprint globally, but particularly here, having been pioneers in that educational space, uh, we're really proud of that, and we appreciate um, the the students that choose to come and study with us. Well, Adam, you've been generous with your time. Thank you very much for joining us on Talk 100.3. Pleasure, mate. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.